And welcome to this episode of the Self-Centered Woman Podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Hart, and I have missed you. And more than anything, I've missed shutting myself in this closet alone with myself and the rest of the world away from everything else. All of the trials and tribulations of being a toddler mom at 45, LOL. Oh my God, I just came from the skating rink. Okay, the last time I was at the skating rink was when my older children would have skate night with their school like as a fundraiser and it would be so fun we would go and I would skate with the kids and play games that's where I learned in case any of you follow me on Instagram that's where I learned to do the basketball uh, game you know what is it where they just keep feeding you basketballs girl I am the jam at that I might not be able to make real basketball shots, but on those games, oh my gosh, I can beat the high score, and I am not kidding you. And I learned that all at the skating rink. So walking into that place today, I was invited by another toddler mom and previous home birth client for tot time where you can bring your little tots and their whatever they ride on. Right now, the three-year-old is riding on the little thing that she balances. And then the other one is just like barely understanding how to scoot himself forward. So we brought those and it was memories walking into that place. I so wanted to do nothing except to get like $20 worth of quarters and go play that basketball game. But the children need assistance, and it was the first time the three-year-old was on skates. It really was precious. Just getting out of the house actually um, was fun. But still, sitting there, I'm like, I'm 45, and I have a three-year-old and a 20-month-old. And that can make for some interesting self-talk, to say the least. Anyway, that's my opener. I'm still (laughs) trudging along, just like all of you, and you've all got your rhymes and reasons, but nevertheless, we persist. Nevertheless, we persist. I called today's episode, Nevertheless, She Persisted, and I just have heard that phrase a million times, and I didn't even know where it came from, so I looked it up. And I'll tell you, in case nobody knows, nevertheless, she persisted as an expression adopted by the feminist movement, especially in the United States. This is what Wikipedia says anyway. It became popular in 2017 after the United States Senate voted to require Senator Elizabeth Warren to stop speaking during the confirmation of Senator Jeff Sessions as U.S. Attorney General. Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell made this remark during his comments following the vote. The expression went viral as feminists posted it on social media with hashtag references to other women. Its meaning has expanded to refer more broadly to women's persistence in breaking barriers despite being silenced or ignored. Can you imagine that lady standing there and everybody's voting for her to shut up 
And she's like, oh, hell no, I won't. I'm just going to keep talking and talking and talking, which is so interesting because honestly, I don't even know what I'm doing with this podcast, except I promise you that this was a God instructed thing for me to do because I always wanted to do the podcast. I was driving down the road. The voice in my head said, just keep talking. So this really um, coincides perfectly because she wouldn't shut up and neither will I. And hopefully neither will you in whatever realm that is applicable to you. Um, My main purpose for this podcast was to tell you a story that my teenager went through, um, but how it so relates to all of us when it comes to persistence. And I hope that by the end of this, we will gain newfound encouragement to make our self-talk part of the nevertheless she persisted conversation. So as a sophomore in high school in the performing arts program, it's not common that when you audition for any of the roles that are available during the season that you would be chosen for anything significant because it's just historically been that juniors and seniors are first pick. Um, so it was a huge surprise and excitement and new level of confidence in her abilities when she was chosen chosen for not one but two of the major performances last semester. And she worked her ass off and she deserved it. And I got phone calls from people saying how wonderful she did and what a standout she was. And she was all about herself, which as a mom of a 15-year-old, you couldn't ask for more, right? For your kid to be on top of the world uh, with their self-confidence and looking forward to their future and making plans for their future and arranging their lives around that. Um, Having friend groups surrounding that, all of those things are laying the stage for these wonderful things, right? Because as we know, anything that we want to do, we need to surround ourselves with like-minded people. So everything is going well. Fast forward to Christmas break, and they have put out the second semester musicals and dramas to audition for. She's ready to go auditioning. Can't wait getting ready and picking everything um, to be prepared for the auditions. And the auditions went swimmingly. In her eyes, she was feeling good, not only good, but pretty damn sure of herself. And me too, because she really did work it out with the first semester. So then I and the littles and fiance went to our beach house because also there was a tornado. Somebody called me and was like, is your beach house okay? Okay. 
I'm like, yeah, what are you talking about? And she's like, oh, well, there was a tornado. And I was just checking. I was like, yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. So I called somebody that's down there and was like, hey, I heard, you know, this and that. And she's like, yeah. She's like, I think your house is okay. It was more like than this main street area where most of the damage was. And I'm like, what? That's like two blocks away from my house. So I had my realtor go over there and check it out. And thank God, seriously, by the grace of God, our house still stands and in perfect working order. And never did I think that a tornado was the thing I would have to worry about at the beach house. Um, but we went down there and, oh my gosh, the damage is so extensive and unbelievable uh, for that area. They had just built like a new boat garage and it's t completely torn apart. There's condos with the whole top level totally gone. It was pretty major. And so thank God. <sighs> That's all I need. Um, but while we were there, my daughter texted as, and they didn't come out with the list for auditions for like two days longer than they were supposed to so we were all like oh my god how long is this gonna take and I was checking social media I knew what her number was and so she sent me a text and she said mama I didn't get in and I said lies because that's what my kids like to do you know before they tell me something great they tell me they try and like throw me off as if I'm not on to their charades. But um, then I looked on social media before I responded anymore, and sure enough, her number was not picked for either of the productions, which means that for this semester, she'll be sitting it all out. And most of the friends that she's made this past semester have been chosen. Lots of them are upperclassmen. But she'll be sitting it out. And when I recognized that this, in fact, was not a joke, I made arrangements to remove myself into the other room and prepared to spend as much time as necessary discussing this situation and making sure that this was going to be a moment that she would remember. One that would encourage and build her up. And first thing I want to say is, if your kid comes to you and things haven't worked out in a way that was important to them, whether it's important to you, everything stops. Parenting 101. Nothing's more important than showing up at that moment for that kid. Because they are processing some stuff that we as adults have a hard time processing. They're processing rejection. They're processing failure. They're processing hopelessness. And they need a word. And we weren't going out like that. So I sat with her in the room on the phone with her, called her right away and just let her know that this is not 
how this story is going to end. And first of all, in the entertainment business, but in life, rejection is part of it. Failure is part of it. In fact, in order for you to truly grow, there has to be that failure component. (laughs) I was thinking even today at the skating rink, I'm telling the little one, she's on skate, she's holding on to this thing. I'm like, girl, you got to keep your weight forward because if you go backwards and fall down, it's going to hurt even more. And I was like, oh shit, I just made that up. I just came up with that all by myself. Falling forward is going to easily, more easily break that fall. Falling backwards, looking back on what should have been, could have been, is going to hurt way worse. You hear me? You get it? Steady. Steady yourself. Shift your weight forward. You can handle that fall. Keep moving forward. Nevertheless, she persisted. You don't know why you're not chosen to be in this performance. First of all, if you think it's not political to some degree, think again. And luckily, I was able to tell her a little ditty about what happened to me in high school, which was totally political, total bull. And I'm not going to name any names, but what I will say is this. I was on the freshman cheerleading squad. The JV cheerleading squad wanted a girl to take with them to competition who could tumble because that would strengthen their possibilities of doing well at competition. Well, guess who was the best tumbler on the freshman cheerleading squad? Just guess. You're right. It's me. And everybody knew it. So it was between me and this other girl who... Um, we did this like pretend audition, like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we're just going through the motions cause we have to like give other people a chance. Right. But I'm, I, if you've seen my social media, you know, I can still do an aerial and I can still do an aerial. And so I could tumble. I was good at it. Um, when I cheered at UNLV, I was good at it. Best one. Now, don't get me wrong. There's people way better than me, but I'm just saying in my realm, I was the best. Um, and the only problem was the other girl that auditioned, her mother was good friends with the JV cheer coach. So guess who got picked? I should say, guess who didn't get picked to go? That would be me. And even though it wasn't fair, even though it wasn't right, it's the way it went. And I told her that story. Just point number one, politically speaking, there's all sorts of reasons that you wouldn't get picked. Point number two Your next steps of so-called failing this thing are going to determine how the future goes. You're not going to walk in there with your head down. You're going to walk in there and you're going to work even harder in class. 
You're going to congratulate the people that got in. We're going to go support those productions because they have their reasons whether or not we agree with them. And without you going through this, you are not going to appreciate when you do get chosen. And to enhance your compassion abilities, when you are the one getting chosen and you see another girl that's down there and didn't get chosen and you see that she's suffering, you're going to know what it feels like and you're going to be able to pick her up with a real, true, authentic story. Because that's how self-centered women show up for each other, with honesty and with compassion. And number three, I promise, little girl, this mom is way more proud of you to watch you go through this struggle, to watch you suffer and come through this forever will be more proud of that than you just strutting your way right on through and thinking you deserve everything. The other thing is there's a reason for not getting chosen and we need to be honest with ourselves about that. We need to be honest with ourselves about the barriers that we cause for our own life. She's not quite ready for that one. But it's still true. And a few days later, back to school, some things have been identified where strengths could be nurtured. And I believe that's true for all of us as well. We don't like it when things don't go our way. But as self-centered women, we have to be able to be as aware of ourselves as possible to identify our own shortcomings and to identify our own opportunities to grow in whatever area it is that means something to us. Maybe you don't want to be in the entertainment business. It doesn't matter. Whatever you want to do, there will be the equal and opposite energy that is trying to prevent us. Somebody else said, when those kinds of adversarial events happen, that it is often... God's way, I'm going to call it God's way, you can call it whatever you want, of just seeing how bad we, we really want it. And that has always been something that stood out to me. Um, and, and just being, again, aware of ourselves, honest with ourselves, because not everybody should be in the entertainment business, right? Um, maybe we should do something else. Only you know that for yourself, though. Does it keep calling you back? Are you able to get up and keep going? Do you even want to? You know, sometimes choosing to do something else is not a failure. In fact, that is worth more of an applause to decide, this does not serve me. Do something else. That's still persistence. Being honest to like quit something that is sucking the life out of you, 
that's a whole nother side of things, but it definitely needs addressing. By the way, if you enjoy this podcast at all, please share it with your friends and please give a review. A review is worth so much on Apple Podcasts and means so much to me to support me. And if you want some more um, encouragement, as far as the four seeds of self-care are concerned, signed up, sign up for the newsletter, www.reconnectedtolife.com. Recentering your Wednesday because life is about much more than getting over the hump and re- reconnected to life on Instagram. Would love to have you share with your friends. Um, my fiance was, he used to coach football back in the day and the three-year-old and one-year-old were playing with the football in the living room and he's giving them the basics. This is another thing. This whole idea just came up about persistence. He's like, this is the basics of football, Um, blocking and tackling. And she's like running towards the toddler and he knocks her down and she falls down and he's like, Hey, that's how it is in football. You're gonna fall down. You're gonna fall down. And she's and I loved what he said to her because she said, well, is anybody going to help me up? Does anybody help me up? Cause she put out her hand to the little one. And of course he's gone. He's not trying to help her. And he's like, well, you know, sometimes, sometimes somebody will help you up. Sometimes they won't. But either way, you got to get up. One way or the other, you got to get up. So let this be your friendly encouragement and wake up call that on this day, Nevertheless, she will persist. That on this day, and as many days as possible, you will fall forward instead of back. And no matter what happens, you will keep getting up. Be self-centered. <laughs>